join me and Kiona Van Greenspan as we cover the first of the 12 universal laws, the law of divine oneness. Mind Your Energy is for you, the woman who is ready to break up with the busy life to reclaim a vibrant, full one. Fuel your motivation, mind, and heart with stories and strategies to confidently show up as your best self. I'm Mary Zargarian, a certified life and mindset coach, NLP, EFT, and Reiki practitioner. As Mindset Mary, I'll be bringing you conversations around mindset, self-love, energy mastery, and personal growth. Together, we will let go of perfectionism, self-doubt, and burnout to live a life of more confidence, alignment, and fun. Are you ready for what comes next? Let's get started. Kiona Van Greenspan ditched her comfy account executive job in pursuit of career freedom. Her goal is to help professionals like you rediscover and align their core values and navigate interpersonal relationships, personal goals, and boundaries in the workplace. Please join me in welcoming Kiona to the podcast. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another great episode of Mind Your Energy podcast. I have Kiona here with us, and we are going to be kicking off this great season and this great series with the 12 Universal Laws, starting with law number one, the law of divine oneness. But before we get started, Kiona, I know I've introduced you as we segue here into the podcast, but would you mind telling all of our listeners a little bit about you and what it is you do for your business? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Mary. Um, I'm really grateful to be here with you and talk about this law. It's going to be so exciting. Um, I'm um, born and raised in the Netherlands. 32 years old, uh, been a Londoner since 2015, and um, I'm a Gemini and a manifesting generator. I don't know if that means anything to anyone, but if you are into human design, then go check that out. Um, I uh, very much value connection, um, and uh, I think that's also why I love talking about this law, because it is, it is all about that connection that you have with the being around you or the consciousness the collective consciousness isn't it so um yeah that's a little bit about me um i'm uh, i'm a life coach i'm uh, focusing on helping young professionals reconnect and realign to their true passion and through the through desires uh, so that they can live a life that is in flow and um and in ease and uh, a life that they've always dreamt of having yeah. And for everybody listening, a previous conversation, Kiona and I had, I said, oh, with what she's offering and what she's looking to do to help young professionals just reconnect with that energy for themselves. I said, I, I wish I had someone like you, Kiona, in my life early on. Oh, thank <laughs> <So> you. <laughs> on behalf of everybody who's out there who doesn't realize that they need you, thank you for doing what you do. Oh, my pleasure. It is such a blessing to be able to do it that I appreciate your words. Thank you, Mary. You're welcome so much. And I'm really excited about this episode and the law of divine oneness. And I, I am sure there is at least a handful of people listening to this who heard my episode last week when I talked about what the 12 universal laws are, but they're still curious. They're like, I don't quite know what this means. Can you help everybody understand in your words, your perspective, 
What is the law of divine oneness? Yes, absolutely. Oh, let's get into this. This is so exciting. Um, so to me, I mean, I think it's different. You have a different perception of it in a way. But for me, um, you know, what the law states that it is a sense of um, being connected through the consciousness, the collective consciousness, consciousness that we're all part of. I can't say this word, can I? <laughs> um, and like I mentioned earlier, considering one of my values is connection. One of the biggest values I have is connection. This law is very close to my heart. Now, to me, it defines how we are all connected with one another. It defines how we are all energetically connected to each other and how our actions have an effect on all of us. Now, it's such a beautiful notion to remember when you go out into the world that to always leave somewhere a little better than before and someone a little better than you met them at or when you entered their lives. And uh, I think for me, that is the all-encompassing uh, definition of the law of divine oneness. What do you think? How, how does that resonate with you? It's beautiful. And as you were mentioning that, I like I had a flashback moment to a moment when I was in probably high school where I just had this, this download where it said, Mary, your purpose here is just to, like you said, leave a relationship, a situation, the world, a better place than when I entered it. And whether that's like feeling like I left a lasting impression on somebody in my life, even if it's just in passing by like giving them smile, having excellent like client service and experience, just whatever it is, this law summarizes that purpose of recognizing that we are all connected. And when you put good energy, good actions, good thoughts into this collectiveness, this consciousness that everybody benefits from it. Absolutely. Yes. I couldn't agree more. And I think this is what's so beautiful about this law that, you know, whatever action you take, you have to consider what the results and the effects are going to be, what the ripple effects are going to be on the outer world that you're creating the reality that you step into, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I love that you're connecting that with your business as well. That is just so beautiful. It makes my heart warm up. I had a conversation yesterday too. Someone was at spotlighting me for this community that I'm in. And this came up too, is just this overarching purpose of wanting to leave the world a better place than how we came in, right? Just wanting goodness, not just for ourselves, mm -hmm. right? But recognizing again, that we're all a collective here. Yes, absolutely. Oh. Great awareness. Oh, Kiana, I'm so excited about this one. Um, and so I'd love to hear from you when it comes to the law of divine oneness, um, how has this showed up in the work that you're doing? So I would say um, it showed up fairly early in, in my business, actually. And I, to be honest, I didn't recognize it until at a later stage when I was learning more about the laws. Um, I think for me, showing up um, with, as the best version of myself with my clients and them feeling safe and feeling at one with what I'm doing with them and what they are putting in there, that is really what Divine Oneness has, um, has how it's come 
into fruition for me or how it's shown up for me because I'm a strong believer of if I show up with energy and love and positivity then my client's going to be more comfortable they're going to feel more positive they're going to be able to open up to me better and they're actually going to get better results and so I think that's really how I do this with every single one of my clients that joins in just to make sure that they feel uh, connected to me in a way that I feel connected to them as well because you know like you probably as well they are me a few years ago right so there's such a big connectedness there already that by being able to energetically connect that at the same time as well it just brings it all together really really nicely it does. I keep thinking to all of those movies where they show bits and pieces of everyone's individual stories, but at the end, how it's all connected in some fashion, yes. right? Oh my yes. God. Yes. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And I know we talked about how this has shown up for you, but is there a specific story that comes to mind, either your own personal story or something of a client? You don't have to tell us the client name. But just somehow that this has shown up Mm -hmm. and how we can help make it tangible for our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, well, it's actually my first client ever. She's amazing. I actually met her in real life again the other day and um, she's gone from colleague to mentee to coaching clients to being a friend and she's still my client, but she's also a friend and it's just beautiful to see how she's developed herself over that period of time that we've worked together. And it's coming up two years now, which is just so exciting. And I just, I just love seeing her flourish so much. Um, And at the beginning, we didn't really know each other too well, but because I was showing up with so much positivity and so much openness towards her about what I was doing. And she was so receptive towards learning from me and understanding why why I was able to show up with so much positivity, particularly throughout the pandemic, right, Right. Um, has just brought such a a connectedness to us. Uh, And when I met her uh, last week, we actually spoke about this whole process as well. And she just mentioned, you know, every time something comes up now, uh, I know it sounds silly, but I just, I just think, what would Kiona do? And then I channeled that energy and I'm like, oh my God, that's just so beautiful. It actually almost made me cry. It was just a, such a beautiful expression. Um, and that's how the connectedness has just really shown itself in that relationship with her throughout that whole process. And I just think anyone who's a coach, this law This is the reason why we do what we do is just to know that you have this ripple effect on someone's life, on their career, their business. Oh, it it lights us up when you get feedback like that. (laughs) What would Kiona do? (laughs) I know. I was just like, oh my God, this only happens in the movies. And then she just (laughs) literally said that to me. That was just so beautiful. It really lit my heart up. Because you and I know, and anyone listening who has their own business or they're just getting started, we know that entrepreneurship is not for the lighthearted. No, (laughs) it's it's very challenging in many cases. And the thing that really causes us to push through and keep wanting to do the work that we're doing is when you have that connection, when you see that type of an impact you're making in someone's life. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm getting like teary eyed just thinking of the situation <laughs> for you. Just like just hearing about it, it just it lights me up. Like, yeah, it was beautiful. I think that energy is going to carry me for a few weeks. <laughs> and just hearing about it now, that's going to, that's the highlight of my day. So thank you for oh, sharing. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so glad. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, this is why we do what we do. <laughs> it is, it is. What um, about you then? Like, would you, would you say that you have a specific experience that you had with a, a client or in your life where it's shown up? I'm, I'm interested. I'm I'm keen to hear it. Yeah, it's it's so interesting that when we have that type of an impact on someone, I have one client that comes to mind who's been a long-term like partner. We've partnered and collaborated a lot in business and a client. Um, and likewise, I'm a client of hers. Like we just, <laughs> it's like this little love fest that goes on. <laughs> and for every time that I collaborate with her on something she's out there sharing with her audience, the great work that we're doing together. And I've had a number of people reach out to me because they've seen me through her audience oh, beautiful. because they found me through her. And so just recognizing that you don't put good energy, you don't invest time, you don't leave that kind of an impact on someone because you think it'll come back to you tenfold, but it does. <laughs> it does. Yes. I, because again, we're all part of this collective and just, it's just a beautiful community that we end up building in the process. Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. I love it. Um, when it comes to integrating the law of divine oneness, when it comes to, recognizing now the power we have in shifting the energy of mm -hmm. people around us, situations around us, what would be three recommendations or three tips of advice that you have for people listening today? Um, well, there's, there's many options here. Um, but one that came to mind, and I think that's, uh, I mean, it's obviously fueled by the name of your podcast, Mind Your Energy. Um, I think it's really important that if we show up with uh, that positivity and love and the energy that we want to see in other people, then we will get that back to us. Like you said, you get things back tenfold or threefold at least. Um, if you're more mindful about the energy that you put out there, then you're going to be more reflective and more receptive towards receiving that same energy back in a, in a high, on a higher scale as well. Um, you could say that uh, it's considered compassion in a way, showing compassion to your outer world and receiving that back at the same time as well. That would be one. I think it's just the way that you show up into the world and, not just with people that you know, but with strangers as well. You know, you walk out on the street, you go to the supermarket, you meet people all the time. And I think it's just important to remember that regardless of whether you know them, you could have a very big impact on this person by just giving them a smile or just waving at them or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. And uh, I think that's just beautiful to remember. So that'd yeah. be one. Um, I think one of the other really important aspects is meditation. We all know that meditation has a very big impact on the frequency that we vibe on um, and the frequency that we tune into. And as Abrahamix loves to say, tune in, uh, oh, I messed it up. 
tapped in, turned on, tuned in, tapped in, turned on. Yes, there we go. <laughs> I love that saying because it is just something that you actually can be mindful of. It comes to mind for me every time now as I think about, oh, how am I feeling? Oh, am I feeling tuned in, tapped in, turned on? Yes or no? Oh, okay, no. Then I need to go and change that. Um, but I think with meditation, we're able to get out of our heads and into our hearts. And I think that is just really important to do because your thoughts can be so damaging in your inner world, but then that reflects into your outer world as well, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, being able to get on the frequency that you need to be on to attract the right things to you at the same time as well. Um, and then coming back to the thoughts that I just mentioned, journaling, I absolutely love journaling. It just lights my heart up sometimes. It just gives me the chance to reflect. It gives me the chance to uh, filter out the thoughts that I'm having and push out the negative ones. Even before I go and meet someone, journaling will help me just get rid of all the negative thoughts that I've had during the day so that then when I meet this person, I actually only focus on the positive thoughts and then I can bring that into our conversation rather than focusing all the things that I didn't like about my day, for example. Um, I even wrote this uh, uh, exercise, journaling exercise for myself as well. I've saw some of my clients uh, who were interested in this, where in the morning I set myself up with a few questions that I journal on. What's my intention for the day? What am I about to go do? What do I actually want to get out of this day? And then at the end of the day, setting myself up for a good night rest and just journaling out everything that has happened and what I want to get rid of and what I want to remember most of all as well, because Sometimes journaling isn't just about getting it out of your head. It's also to make sure that you remember it the next day. We all know that that can sometimes be a bit tricky. <laughs> I know for the longest time, I actually had a notepad and a pen next to my bedside. Amazing. I would wake yeah. up in the middle of the night and have this idea and like, I immediately need to jot it down because I know the next morning I would not remember it for the life of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then it could take weeks for you to think about it again, wouldn't it? Yes. I totally get that. Yeah, yes. that's I beautiful. Love, I love all of those. Like Meditation is one of those things that I think a lot of people who are less familiar with the practice, mm -hmm. um, they overthink it. Yeah. Right. And so for you, when you talk about meditation as that second tip there, um, how does that look for you? Mm -hmm. um, so I, it's, it's different every time. I don't like to stick to just one, but just to kind of fill you in on what I'm, what I'm doing at the moment. Um, I am actually working through the Wim Hof method and he does breathing exercises. Now, granted, that's not necessarily classified as meditation. However, when you do the breathing exercise, you actually end up in a meditative state at the end of it. And that's just really beautiful to come into because it actually kind of hypes your body up. But then once you stop breathing, which you can actually do for about two minutes after you've finished this exercise, which is insane, um, you actually you get this wave of calm over you. And it's just beautiful to use that to start your meditation. So for example, what I would do is I wake up, I have something in my head, a thought in my head, or maybe I've written it down the night before and of something that was important to me that I needed to meditate on. I'll have that thought in my head. I'll do the breathing exercise. 
And then I'll use that meditative state that I get into at the end of it to meditate on that thought, on that question that I had. Um, I think that's just a really quite an easy way to get into meditation because it helps you feel the effects of a meditative state without having to put in too much effort of, oh, I need to push the thoughts away. I need to push the thoughts away. I don't know about you, but I was definitely struggling with that at the beginning of my meditation journey. Yeah. I think that was something I struggled with too. I thought I had this preconception that you ended up having to sit on the floor, cross-legged, like clear your mind from thoughts. And it had to be like a half hour to an hour practice of silence. And it, it's not like that. I know that that's sometimes how entertainment likes to portray meditation, but that's not the reality of how people experience it. Um, I actually went through a guided breath work session, I think about a month ago. And Amazing. I was just, I was in tears through the process because it, it was allowing me to just process my emotions without judgment, just allowing oh, the tears to just fall that is out. Beautiful. And it, it was beautiful. And I think meditation is just that, like you can have thoughts that come up, but allowing them to come up and not judge them, just seeing them for what they are and letting them process through. Um, yeah. So thank you for sharing how you meditate, because that is something that's been coming mm-hmm. up a lot in my conversations and it looks different for everybody. It does. Yeah. Cause I think also some of us just have quite a racing mind as well, don't we? And it's really hard to, for people to say, oh yeah, but the, the purpose of meditation is to quiet your thoughts. And while that might be one purpose, it's not the only one. And I think sometimes we just get carried away with what it needs to look like and then lose the focus on, okay, let's actually try and meditate here and see what it looks like for me personally. So hopefully that's helpful for people who have a little bit of a racing mind. (laughs) (laughs) And isn't that such a great summary too of life? Like a lot of times we overthink it and we try to force it to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. instead of just enjoying the process and allowing it to just be. I agree. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh. That's such a good, a good way of expressing it. <laughs> yes. And if you don't mind, I'd love to go back to your first point that you made about our energy and recognizing mm-hmm. what energy you're putting out there, right? Externally. Yes. Um, one thing that came up as you were talking too was this thought of toxic positivity. And I, I want to make sure I'm oh talking about this early on in the season. <laughs> yes. Very good. Um, is a lot of times people can start to judge themselves because they don't always have positive thoughts mm-hmm. and always not going to be high vibration. What, what your emotions are, what energy you're putting out there. And that is okay. We're not saying Kiona and I are not saying you always have to be happy. And, and no, <laughs> that is not it. If anything, my my theme, if there were two words that ever had to describe me and what I stand for, it's radical optimism. And it's recognizing that we, things in life will be hard. Challenges will always come up, but that you have hope, you have optimism that no matter what it is, it will work itself out for the best, right? Yeah. way it's meant to, um, we have optimism and hope that things will work out. And so when it comes to the energy you're putting out there with the law of divine oneness, it's not necessarily saying you always have to be positive energy. It's just saying when it's hard, acknowledge that it's hard and allow those around you to be there to support you. Oh, yes, I absolutely agree. Such so beautifully put. I think it's really important, like you said, to mention this because 
I'm not always positive. I don't always have positive thoughts. I mean, come on, no one is like that, right? <laughs> We're all human. Um, but that's, I think, why it's also important to use the journaling because, you know, when you have the negative thoughts, what you want to make sure you do is that you don't let those overpower you. And I think that's just really the the message that we're trying to bring forward here that, yeah. you know, focus on the positive ones. Don't focus on the negative thoughts. Yes. And so when the negative thoughts do come up and if you journal, um, I know I did an episode, I'll find it and link to it in the show notes for this episode, but um, I talked about how you can rewrite those. You can actually journal it out and mm-hmm. reframe your thoughts and turn them into positive ones. Um, and so using that opportunity, you talked about using journaling, even midday as a way to reset and reframe your, your thinking. So you don't go into the next conversation with that, um, that hanging over you. And so mm-hmm. I, I love, I love all of that advice that you shared with everybody. <laughs> oh, bless you. I'm so happy that you, you actually took something away from that as well, because we're both in this business. So we're always going to be trying to find new things. And it's always good to know that there's something else that you can learn from someone, which I think is usually the case anyway, isn't it? It is. It is. Mm. I'm always learning. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) More please, more please. I know. Yes. (laughs) I know my husband's like, I don't know how you just keep track of everything, everything that you have your hands on. It's like, I, because I'm curious. I love learning and being able to connect that for people. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the important thing. If you running a business, then if you can't be curious about things anymore, then there's definitely something off there. I think you need to rethink what you're doing as a business. Yes. <laughs> You've gotten a little too comfortable. <laughs> yes, exactly. The comfort zone is no good in business. <laughs> oh, any other thoughts that you have any like last minute downloads or shares that you want to share with us about this law? Um, no, I don't think so. I think uh, I've covered most of it from what came up so far. Um, I just think it's important that we, like you say, we keep reevaluating the situation that we find ourselves in during the day all the time. And um, yeah, again, like you mentioned, make sure that if there is something negative going on, sure, there's something going on. But maybe the reason that you're feeling the negativity is not because of something that's happening in your life, but it could be something that's happening in someone else's life. And so I think compassion is key here as well. And focus on what could potentially be going on in your friend's life that you could possibly help them with and make sure that that is also becoming part of your day to day. And I think with this law of divine oneness, it's just important that you realize that you could actually be the key to changing it around for someone else at the same time as well. So it goes, goes both ways. Yeah. And if there is just one last thought, it is just that, like you said, compassion, it's all about compassion for yourself as well as compassion for those around you, whatever you're feeling, don't pass judgment on it. Learn how to care for yourself as you would a good friend. Mm -hmm. And likewise, like be aware that the negative energy or what you're feeling may not be your own. And so being compassionate, recognizing when someone might need your support. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Kiona, thank you so much for joining us today. How can our listeners find you? Pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been so exciting. 
so I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on uh, a website as well. I was going to say LinkedIn, but I am there, but it's not really my focus anymore. So do find me, you know, have a chat with me if you're on there. But um, you can find me on kionavangreenspan.co.uk. I know that's probably a little bit hard to spell and, and type out for you since I'm Dutch, um, but I think Mary will post it in the show notes. And on Instagram, you can find me. And on uh, Facebook, you can also find me on uh, Achieve in Flow. Love that. Thank you so much, Kiona. And everybody, I will link to all of the resources that Kiona mentioned throughout the episode, as well as all of her social channels. So you can get in contact with her directly. Kiona, thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you. And again, keep sharing the light that you have with the world because you're making an impact. And again, your work is so needed. Bless you. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure having a chat with you. And thank you for having me again. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. If you liked today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review. This will help me know what topics are really resonating with you and make sure I'm lining up more great things as we go along.